Hey folks, it's Carl at Sterling Health and Fitness. Thanks for watching. So our topic in this video is oral health and pregnancy. And I can't think of anyone more qualified to speak on this than my good friend and my own personal dentist, Dr. Evan Scott Gross. Thank you, Thank you very much for joining me tonight. Thanks for having me again. So um, we had another video we did just a little, a little while back, oral health and the athlete. And um, I appreciate you bringing up this topic of pregnancy because um, as we were talking off camera, uh, there are things I never would have thought of. Not just because I'm a man and I won't get pregnant, but I just wouldn't have thought of these things. And I think a lot of women don't think of these things as well, right? Exactly. So let's, what, what's the first thing we're thinking about? You're a woman, you're going to have a baby. Uh, we're thinking about certain things, and a lot of times the mouth and the oral hygiene might be the last. It's certainly not the first. Okay. <laughs> certainly not the first. So if you can uh, share, share with me here, because you brought up some great points. Okay. I think the most important uh, thing that women who are pregnant need to think about, besides having a baby, is their overall health, which either can go by the wayside um, or it can be foremost in their mind, but a lot of times it's not. There's just right. too much preparation. Your whole life is about to change. But also, physically, you're changing to adapt for having a new member inside you. And the thing about that is that the body goes on high alert okay. for anything that could possibly disturb the development of the fetus. So we're talking about foreign bodies, we're talking about bacteria, fungi, and most of that is right in the mouth. The gateway to health, it's the gateway to non-health too. Mm. And when you're pregnant, your mouth is on high alert. So the same amount of plaque that you had before you were pregnant is going to introduce more inflammation, more discomfort, more swelling, more uh, bleeding, uh, fouler smell than when you weren't pregnant. It's just the body's response to that. Right, right. So we have to, so number one, they have to be aware of that. Number two, there's only one way to battle that, and that is better brushing, better flossing, better nutrients, better eating habits. Right. Okay. Yeah. Exercise is great, and, and this is an exercise program, and this is an exercise uh, uh, lifestyle that we're talking about. However, you must bring to the exercise platform a good standard of health in order for you to be able to perform and now we're talking about performing for someone else for the rest of their life. You need to set that up and we can get into a lot of other things uh, as far as that's concerned. Sure, so it sounds like people get distracted like setting up the baby's room, getting some clothes, making arrangements for different things and things change, right? Who's going to babysit the other kids while mom and dad are in the hospital birthing? Right. So there's, right. there's way too many distractions and Unfortunately, the mouth goes by the wayside. So during pregnancy, then, I mean, this is so probably sounds really simple, but we just want to make sure we're brushing, flossing, correct, rinsing, eating well, eating uh, nutrient dense food, obviously. But uh, you know, I imagine that the whole sugar and everything, rinsing after we eat, uh, which I learned from the last time we got together. Yes. I had never thought about the effects of uh, the negative effects on sugar. If you don't rinse afterwards or Correct. brush afterwards. And even more so with pregnant women. Yeah, because you're high alert. High alert. Okay. 
So let's move uh, forward one step. You have a baby. God bless. Now the baby needs to eat. Baby needs we to need eat. to feed the baby. And Correct. we know there are a couple ways to go with that. Yep, very personal choices. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, there's breastfeeding, mm -hmm. nature's way. Mm -hmm. There's bottle feeding. It's a personal choice. However, some of those choices are going to make a difference in the baby's oral health. Now, not only are you talking about your oral health, but you are literally setting up the oral health of a future human being. Mm -hmm. Or once one now human being. So let's talk about, we can talk about advantages or disadvantages, um, but that you can talk to your physician and your nutritionist and all that. Mm -hmm. What's important in the baby's oral development is the fact that mother nature's nipple shape, anatomy, flexibility and all that is built to engage the musculature of the baby's oral cavity and nurture that into a form that's a healthy uh, relationship to each other, top to bottom, left to right, uh, the, the whole oral pharynx. It's very important they learn how to breathe while they're eating differently than with a bottle. So Mother Nature provides. The other thing is that, and here's this is the, this is the key to probably the most po the, the second most positive reason to breastfeed. First, the immunology. I mean, you will just right, give right. your baby, um, you know, immunology that they just can't get out of a formula or a bottle. Right. But the second most important is to set up their oral health by when th you can get cavities from breast milk. You can get cavities from breast milk. However, how, how many times a day are you feeding the baby breastfeeding versus, okay, we're busy, we're shopping, we're doing this, blah, 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 stick a bottle in their mouth. They keep quiet, they're satisfied, and all that kind of stuff. Right. So there's much, much, much more exposure. Remember we talked about the 20 minutes every sip? Yeah. Well, imagine every suck on a bottle is exposure once the baby has teeth. Now they start getting teeth about six months. Some can be born with teeth, but you know, six, seven months is normal. Mm -hmm. So the first six months may not make so much of a difference, but after that, it makes a huge difference. And when you're breastfeeding, the baby's teeth are exposed to milk, you know, and there's, and there's uh, you know, lactose and sugars in there. But then that's it. Then you can, you know, wipe their teeth off, you can give them water, and then that's it. And they're prescribed times during the day. If you put a baby to bed, you can't put a baby to bed with a breast. I mean, normally you don't. I mean, because you've got other things to do. The baby goes to sleep. You put a bottle in their mouth with anything but water in it, and they're just going to rot their teeth. And when I mean rot, you should see some of these films. It's just disgusting. Baby bottle syndrome. Yeah. So that can be absolutely um, uh, cut out of the equation by breastfeeding. Right. And that's the second best reason to do that. You sent me some pictures of that. I'm thinking of maybe putting them in this video because uh, that right there is a very powerful message when you see these pictures. Whoa. Yeah. It's, it's really disturbing. Um, well, it brings me to another question I'd like to ask you. So let's back up for just a second because I wanted to address a specific thing that we talked about earlier. When you're breastfeeding, we have the development orthopedically of the jaw musculature, right? Versus, we're not talking orthodontic development in that because that is tooth, as you said. So can you share a little bit more about that? Because I found that to be really interesting. Yeah, a lot of people confuse the difference between orthopedics and orthodontics. Orthodontics is you go to orthodontics, he moves the teeth. Orthopedics is jaw movement. I mean, most of the time, if you have that much of a, of a malocclusion that one jaw is sticking out versus the other, literally, by the time you get to be an adult, you need surgery to correct that. And we're talking about 
Lafort osteotomies, cutting the jaws, taking the segment out, sliding them back and forth, ah. remeshing your teeth together. So I'm not saying breastfeeding versus bottle feeding avoids that, but it certainly sets up the condition of a more normal, quote-unquote, bite. Jaw-wise, okay. top jaw, bottom jaw, right, alignment. Right. So that's, right. that's orthopedics, and that's really, really critical. You can also get a, a malfunction in the orthopedics by finger habits. Hmm. Okay? Yes. So, you know, I've seen kids just move their entire premaxilla forward like an inch. You know, they have tiny little heads, an inch is big. Oh, that's huge. You know, so they, they, couldn't eat, they couldn't bite into a sandwich if they wanted to because they're like this. Or like this, but mostly like this. Um, so th that's another key feature, of the, one of the positive attributes of breastfeeding. Because again, it's a limited amount of time, plus it's nature's way. Right. So right. we're built for that type of function. All right. Well, this is, uh, all, to me, it's all really interesting because, you know, going way back to the beginning, pregnancy, oral health, I just really didn't put the two together. You know, you think about eating well, pregnant, you know, you're pregnant, you want to eat well, if you're feeding for two. But um, oral health is so important, so I appreciate you sharing about this. Pleasure. I think oral health and mental health are probably the, the two things <laughs> yeah. that probably are overlooked more than, than anything else that I can think of. I'm only a I'm only knowledgeable in one of those, uh -huh. uh, but I have a feeling that both of them are critical in our overall development and obviously affect our physical development. And that's where you come in. Well, uh, I actually just while I think of this, I wanted to go back to a couple of those myths that you were talking about. Oh, yeah. there. There's a couple of fun myths here. I love the one about you lose a tooth with every. Yeah, time. you know I've had so many. I've had Let's so many bust women. Bust the myth right now. I exactly. Bust the myth. Yeah. Uh, I've had so many women come in uh, to my office, and it's been about 30 years, and, you know, any of them who have ever lost a tooth, they'll blame it on one of their kids, because they'll say, <laughs> oh yeah, you know, you, you lose a tooth with every pregnancy. Well, that's not exactly true. Yeah. But it is, um, if you think about 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100, 200 years ago, whatever, if people weren't thinking of their mouth while they were pregnant or while they were a newly mother, they're going to lose teeth either from decay or periodontal disease. So it's not that the baby had anything. The baby is not going to suck calcium out of your bone. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. But what's going to happen is you're so involved in your pregnancy and raising a child that you don't brush and floss and take care of yourself. That's what causes tooth loss, decay, right. and periodontal disease. So that's, that's number one myth. Uh, another myth... Um, not funny, but uh, a lot of people, they don't think you can breastfeed once your baby starts to get teeth. Now, it may prove very uncomfortable, and that's a good reason to stop. Wow. But that is not a good enough reason to stop as far as the baby's development. Right. Okay? So, again, personal situation. Every baby's different. Every mother's different. So that's, that, that's another myth. Another myth is that we used to think, or... People used to say, like, you can't go to the dentist when you're pregnant. I mean, it's just the farthest thing from the truth, okay? They used to be worried about Novocaine. Look, they used to be worried about x-rays. First of all, all x-rays now, almost all x-rays, uh, you know, at least in modern times, are digital. Mm -hmm. You'll get more exposure with cosmic radiation walking from my office to your car from the sun than you will through digital radiography because it's okay. just so minimal and the sensors are so sensitive. So... You don't have to avoid going to the dentist. You don't have to avoid getting 
x-rays. Of course, we don't like to do it unless it's absolutely necessary, but it is necessary to come to the dentist to make sure that you're not having any ill effects from your pregnancy or whatever. So we really need to check on that. So there, there are just a couple quick myths that, that are hopefully dispelled. Oh, that's actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I've actually heard that myth before about x-rays and pregnancy. Um, so I want to go back, I just brought up one more question I want Good. to ask. It has to do about, how about, um, you, you, okay, so you're pregnant, what are the dangers to the baby, the fetus, from lack of oral hygiene? Uh, are there any correlations there? Absolutely. Bacteria, uh, bacterial um, uh, elements that they form, the poisons, the inflammation, will travel through breast milk uh -huh. and get to the baby. Here's another, oh, here's another one. I almost forgot about this. All right, so you're, uh, either you have a pass, say you have a pacifier or a bottle, you drop it on the floor, you're in the middle of, uh, you know, a store. What's the first thing mother's going to do? She's going to put it in her mouth, and she's going to wipe it off, and she's going to give it to the baby. You just transferred all your bacteria to the baby. Babies aren't born with bacteria in their mouth. Mm -hmm. They are not born with the bacteria that causes cavities and gum disease. They get it from their mother. Oh, yeah. Well, if you're breastfeeding, there's another, there's one less link in the, in the, in the bacterial uh, uh, advancement or cross-contamination, let's say. Okay. That real, that's, that, I almost forgot about that. It's really key. Glad you brought that one up. Yeah. Most people don't think of that. Interesting. So you're pregnant, just kind of recapping here. When you're pregnant, your body's on high alert. Mm -hmm. So you need to take care of yourself because taking yourself, care of yourself obviously creates a healthier self, leading to a probably a healthier baby. No question. Less chances of uh, issues while you're pregnant. And once the baby is born, we want to make sure that we're... Uh, taking care of the baby and the oral hygiene of the baby, obviously. Absolutely. Yeah. So even after breastfeeding, you, you would like rinse the teeth or wipe the teeth? Wipe the teeth. Yeah. Yeah. And again... Because there's sugar in breast milk. Absolutely. So, yeah. And it will cause decay. Right. And so you either, uh, you can, you, first of all, there are a lot of baby brushes that, that come out, but do you need that? No. I mean, you can use a Q-tip, uh, you can use a washcloth, you can use your finger, but definitely wipe the teeth down yeah. somehow. Because yeah. they're, they're going to they're gonna develop plaque, plaque's going to make acid, acid's going to give decay and swell up the gums. And that's not a healthy situation for a growing individual. That's being built in to their development right then and there. Great. Okay, so and then with bottle feeders, if they're using a bottle, we just want to make sure we avoid that bottle goes to bed with the baby thing because uh, I'm going to put pictures in here because it's really disturbing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to have a little bit of impact here and show you what it can do because it's not pretty. Baby yeah. bottle syndrome. Yeah. Is You've nasty. seen it. Oh, I've seen it every day. Oh, man. Well, yeah. you're amazing. Well, to be able to help people like that and see that, I mean, it would just be so disturbing. I feel so bad for the child or the mother, everybody, but... Uh, uh, well, as a glad you're here to help everybody. As a healthcare provider, you know you you, you you put on a hat, you wear a shield to maybe stop your emotions from getting out of hand, so you can be objective yeah. and help somebody. I'm sure in your job you have to do the same thing. You have yeah, you have people that are debilitated. You have people that, yeah. that 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 have limitations, and you know probably sometimes you want to cry, but you're not going to because you want to no. help them, and that would impede you. You go home and cry all you want. But during that time, yeah. you're there to help them. Wow. And it's just a wonderful feeling when you can do that. That is awesome. Well, thank you. Pleasure. This has been great. I learned a lot. Me too. <laughs> and uh, so there you have it, folks.
This is great information and thank you so much again for joining me and sharing and thank you for watching. Remember to visit sterlinghealthfitness.com. We'll be back at you soon with more information from Dr. Evan Scott Gross. Thanks very much. Have a good one. Have a good day. Bye-bye.